The Saline Solution presents Naked, the podcast series that pairs it all, real life experiences, how they were dealt with, and the lessons learned. Facing the person in the mirror always makes us check ourselves, accept our past, and guides us to make the decisions that are best for our peace of mind. Are you naked? Here's your host, Saline Griffith. This podcast is for adults 18 years and over. Hey all, welcome to the first episode of Naked, the podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you and to share with you all of my experiences about life and the, the way that I handle certain things and what it taught me and what I'm going to do about it going forward. Why I decided to do this podcast, and I will share this with you very quickly in this first episode, is that I've always, there were times, there were parts of my life, and I'm sure many of you can relate to this, there were parts of my life that I did not, re- I don't remember, and it's because I never really paid attention. But going forward, and you try to say to yourself, okay, this is who you are, in a quest to realize, or to find myself, I realize that you definitely need to stare at that person looking back at you in the mirror and say, hey, you're beautiful, but you're full of shit. So you need to fix that. And uh, you need to share with yourself each and every day who you are authentically. And this episode is about relationships. It starts off the series about relationships, but really and truly this episode, I'm asking myself the question, why am I still dating? In your 40s, seriously? I know I'm not alone in this, but for me, I've always been ready to be a wife. I've always been ready for marriage. And uh, in the year 2005 is when I realized my life didn't have to go according to how I planned it out. Anybody who knows me, I am a serious planner in terms of everything having to go in steps. So I had a list of the things that I needed to accomplish. And in 2005... My life took a serious turn. And that's when I realized, hey, we still got to live. We still had, I I still have to swim. I have to keep my ass afloat because this being called Saline Griffith has a purpose to fulfill. Still trying to figure it out, but I I feel so much more in tune with who this person is because I'm always naked, both literally and figuratively. <laughs> so when I come right back, we'll start to talk about that journey into my singleness. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. I was not that girl who had boyfriends in school or had to dust the guys off. Nah, I wasn't that girl at all. In fact, I did go to a co-ed school, but the boys would not, they would not be attracted to someone like me. That uh, tall, skinny girl with a very long neck and the thick glasses. Yeah, kind of dorky. So I hung out with my girls. I was cool with the guys in class and the guys around the school, but it wasn't like that where you could get to learn boys. And so my first encounter with a man romantically was when I was 19. I had finished A-levels, now starting to feel myself a little bit. So we went to this house party and 
I met this guy. Now, I only met him because he made the first move. And this is the thing. I would never go up to a man and just spark a, spark up a conversation like that because I don't know what to expect, what to do in the first place. So, met this dude and uh, we hit it off because in my mind, this is what a guy liking you is about. So, we went out quite a few times. He will take me to lunch every single day. Every time I get back to my desk, there's a huge bouquet of flowers waiting. I was feeding myself. Oh my gosh, you could talk to me? No, you could not. Because I was in love. Seeing him every single day. And then you realized, coming down to the end of the first year, I realized he was getting scarce. He wouldn't call as you would usually do. So when I asked the question, what's going on? Actually, I didn't ask the question. He called me to his um, to meet him up with to meet up with him one day, and I was told that I need space. So I was like, "For what? I can't talk to you about it right now, but I just need space." And naive Celine went, "Okay, no problem. Well, whatever it is, you know." And I I am still this person today, at forty three years old. I'm still this person. I said, okay, well, whatever it is, I hope you can work through it. And um, I'm here for you if you want to talk. Of course, he never wanted to talk because he had another woman and I just had to deal with that shit. Now, talk about Tabanka. <laughs> I bought Tony Braxton's Secrets album. You all know that one? With all the Unbreak My Heart and all of this in it. But there was one song in particular, How Can an Angel Break My Heart? You know, that song was on repeat. I sing that song so many times in front of the mirror, crying with my brush as the microphone. And I was distraught. But the good side of that is that I lost weight from that first experience. It was a horrible experience. So here it is. You don't know what it's like to meet a man and this is what your this is what your first experience is i didn't say i don't want nobody again i was interested in actually meeting someone who really liked me but it wasn't an active process but anyway i being the good catholic girl that i am go to church every single sunday and all of a sudden i noticed this guy who's always been noticing me and so we started to go out but he was the rebound because I really wasn't interested in him. To be honest, I really wasn't interested in him because I was still doting over this guy who wanted space. And uh, we started going out a lot and it ended up turning into a seven-year relationship. There was a lot of love because he came from a lovely background. He uh, wanted to be in a relationship and he treated me well, a little too well because you were with me every single day, every single hour. So it was the opposite of what that other experience was. But the thing is, that interaction would have been perfect. We were getting married, actually. We were engaged for two years. I broke off the engagement because I realized that I was forced into a role to wear the pants in the relationship and... Many women might like that role, but I don't. 
I don't like that rule because I believe in partnership and have conversation and we can make a decision together and all of that. But you can't just believe in me to make all the decisions in a relationship and still have your mother dictating your pace because she couldn't dictate mine. And then that became a problem when we got more serious in terms of planning for a marriage. So I, I had to call it off because I assessed the entire situation, the trend of years coming up. And I said, no, nah, this, mm -mm, this is not going to work out. I will hone his backside. Not intentionally, but it will happen. But anyway, so I often wonder if it's, if it's necessary to know people from the age 14, 15, start getting to know the opposite sex um, romantically like that, going out on your little dates and stuff, so you'll know what to expect. Because these behaviors, go you grow from behaviors like this and you grow from experiences like that. So I oftentimes wonder, should we really encourage our children to date from 14, 15? Of course, these things will have to be monitored and, and all of that because I'm not one for encouraging sex between young people that early, you know, but that's another topic. thing is, I am still naive when it comes to men. I don't know when a man is into me. What are the signs that I'm looking for? I, and yet, I'm being accused of playing a game. I've been told this by many guys who I dated. Oh, you're playing a game. You're playing Dare to Catch Cobra Alive. I said, no, I don't know if you're interested in me. So I have a lot of male friends who probably wanted to be with me, and then they will say, but she not given me any current. But after my first fucking experience with a man who I give my all to, including my fucking virginity, you come in to tell me that I will take in front? No, I'm not doing that. Be clear about what it is you want from me. Be clear. And it's not about I'm carrying any baggage, you know. This is what my experience is. That's my point of reference. I don't want to be caught off guard again because that hurt like shit. If I could still talk about this how many years later, yeah? But I really, really want to know, what are some of the signs of, of knowing that someone is interested in you? For me, I would think that if somebody's calling me frequently, or we're going out, most uh, well, it's just the two of us. When we have to go out, you will call me to accompany you somewhere. I will do the same. We share a lot. Uh, we talk about our, you know, what we have in common. But then we roll up on what we really have. What is it, what is it that we're experiencing right now? Because I've realized from all the guys that I've dated over the years, I've realized that they don't like labels. Y'all don't like labels, dudes. What is that? I would like to know that, okay, we are having this interaction and uh, this is my man. 
So when I go out with you, I don't have to feel uncomfortable. If I want to tag you in something on social media, I could do it without you erasing the tag because you don't want all and sundry to see that you're with me. And this is something that makes you feel so... I can't... Why it is we can't have that interaction outside where you could say, okay, this is my girlfriend. Or I could say, oh, this is my boyfriend and say it with confidence. I cannot tell you the last time I had an experience like that. It's probably 15 years ago. Everybody that I've dated after that, they don't want the label. Because with the label brings some sort of accountability. And I think that the guys don't want that level of accountability. I remember one of my partners. I had been seeing him for like about four years. And you're saying to me that you want to have a birthday party. But he can't invite me. So I was like, why? Because then I'll have to explain to everybody who you are. I've seen you for four years. You come and buy me. And gain milk for free. But you can't, you don't want to have to explain to anybody who I am. How am I supposed to feel in a situation like that? Hmm? I don't really want to have a fuckboy. I've been doing that. I realize it's my fault. Because... You only receive what you allow, yeah? So, having interactions with men and they're telling you that, let's just see where it goes. There's no communication about what the future holds for us or this is what my mindset is in terms of what I want to do with my life. Now, in your 40s, you don't want to know that you're just meeting somebody just to go out. Oh, God, come on, I could go out with my friends. So if I meet you and we say, okay, we are interacting, there must be some sort of a thought process of, okay, maybe this could be the one. That's how I think. I, I, every man that I meet, I end up saying to myself, okay, let me see if this is potential. And that's how I know if they're just become a friend or if it's somebody that I need to block. Now, if it is that, if we're talking, if we're talking and I communicate to you what I want out of a relationship, it doesn't necessarily mean that I want it with you, but I'm just communicating to you what I want because this is my life that I'm communicating to you about my expectations. If it doesn't work out for us, fine. But let me know what your thought process is. Let me know, okay, I just want to fuck around or I'm trying to find a good woman to settle down with. So I will know if I want to interact with you on that level or not. But they don't say these things. I really don't want that. I want to build a good family life. And uh, I didn't work out with the kid's father because mind you, he was dude. I didn't tell you that he was dude from when I was 19. And we hooked back up a few years after my um, my breakup with my fiancé. Bam, you just appear out of thin air because we never had an interaction after that. And, oh gosh, that's our next story with him in terms of how we interacted or interact currently because we don't. Would you believe? But that's a whole other episode. <clears throat> Why that cock crow in any background? I don't know. <laughs> you probably hear me talking about man. <laughs> but yes. And women do it too. 
We don't want to have that level of accountability. From the moment you have a label, that means you have to be committed to something. And too many people want that gray area. So you can't get confused. when you get to this kind of an age uh, it's going to be a little more difficult to date or to find that person because you have so many other things you have your you have more responsibilities than you did in your 20s you are very settled in your life so you wonder if you are ready to let someone in that space especially if you haven't had a relationship for over 15 years I don't even know what it's like to be, to know what a relationship is, what's expected anymore. And um, it's, it, it seems as though I'll have to actually study it. Another thing is you're very critical of the other person or they're critical, of, you're critical of yourself because I oftentimes ask myself that question like, what's wrong with me? You see so many people around you, not that I'm comparing but you can't help but notice you're seeing so many other people around you getting into relationships like that and it's lasting. So what the fuck wrong with me? How warm to me? I want things too. I want to have that one person too. But maybe it's not any cards for me right now. And I saw a picture the other day of this old couple in their 70s. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> So in the meantime, I'm still dating. I guess why I'm still dating is because I'm, I, get, I go back to that 19-year-old girl whose feelings were trampled upon when I was told that I need space. So I don't question it. I don't come out and tell a man, hey, this is what I'm about. What are you for? I don't strongly communicate my intentions and so I just play play I, not play but I just let it flow you know I'll have to quote my girl Tony Braxton because I know all the songs on that album <laughs> and I just let it flow to see where it goes and if I realize I'm not getting that uh that sort of an energy reciprocated then I say okay he's he's just going to be a friend and I actually feel as though gosh I wonder why he doesn't want to be with me boy is it because I have kids is it because I'm not financially stable right now? Is it because, is it because, is it because? So I really believe that I need to revisit that girl who was 19 years old, going through that first breakup, revisit that scenario. And this episode actually helped me to revisit that and start building ways to get rid of that feeling because I've realized but you need to ask the questions. But thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Naked and hoping that our next encounter is going to be interesting. We'll be uh, engaging with each other, interacting rather with each other. And uh, I plan on having a guest, but we most definitely are going to have some great conversation. All right, so you can send me some questions in my inbox on the Saline Solutions page on Facebook or in my DM on the Saline Solutions IG page because I would love to hear your views 
about this topic because I know I'm not alone in this, you know. <laughs> I want to leave with you a song by India Ari that I really, really like. And uh, when I heard it, I remembered saying to myself, yeah, this is exactly what I want and uh, what I would like to say to a guy. So I hope you enjoy this. And ladies, we've got this. Even the guys, because I know some of you all are kind of shy as well. Until the next time, guys, remember to be a good human and get naked. Cheers. Can I walk with you?